Blog Talk Radio. I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. I need thee, oh. I need thee every hour. I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I Just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email or tweet them, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to thank all of our new listeners all around the world. We are so glad that you are with us today, and we do hope and pray that you will continue to tune in every Sunday at the same time. Here, Voice of Truth, we will read the Word of God unto you. We will open up the line for prayer, and we will also uh, do a general prayer as well. So we just thank God for this day. Uh, This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. I don't know about you, but I give God all the praise and all of the honor because he's worthy of all of our praises. So we just thank God that he's able to do a ceiling abundant of all that we ever ask to ask or think. So we just thanking God for this day. We thank God for you. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Amen. At this time, I'm going to go ahead and open up the Prayer line, the prayer line is now open for prayer. If you need prayer, amen, to God be all of the glory. We thank God for this day. We just thank him. We lift his name up on high because he's worthy of all of our praises. He's a good God. He's a merciful God. He is an awesome God, amen, to him be all of the glory, amen. He's a good God and a merciful God. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so I'm going to go ahead and open us up in general prayer. Lord, I give you all the praise and all of the glory and all of the honor. We thank you for this day. We pray that you will meet the need of each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, you know what their needs are, God, and you are our provider. So we ask, Father, in your mighty name, that you will meet every need, whether it be spiritually, physically, or mentally, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to bless them like never before, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to save souls, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you to bring them out of darkness and bring them to your marvelous light, God. We thank you for the blood that Jesus shed. We thank you for life. We thank you for you. Lord, we thank you for hope. We thank you, Lord, for faith. We thank you, Lord, that you're able to do all that we could ever think or even ask for because you're that kind of God. We thank you, God, that you are God and there's no other God. We give you all the praise and all of the glory in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you right now, Father, for every listener, God, all over the world, God. And we ask you to bless them like only you can, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those who have lost loved ones, oh, Father. We pray for strength, oh, God. We pray, Father God, for comfort in the family, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we ask you to meet those uh, needs of those who are 
homeless and on the streets, oh God. We ask you to meet their needs, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for every organization that help those people who are homeless or in need and help those families that are in need, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for the leaders of your ministry. We pray for the leader of this country. Lord, we pray right now that a divine protection over their lives, even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to put people around this president, oh God, because your people are in the land. Lord, and we ask you to put people around him that belong to you to help him to make the right decision uh, because your people are in the land, God. We thank you right now for it, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, God, that you are a way-making God. You're on time, God. You're never too late and you're never too early. We thank you, Lord, that you are our light and our darkness. We thank you, Lord, that you are the one that's able to do all things. We thank you, God, that you're able to keep us from falling, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask, Father God, that you will keep us from falling if we really want to be kept. So, Lord, we just give you all the praise, all of the glory. We thank you for the word that's coming forth today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that they will hear the word and be a doer of the word. We pray that they will uh, take this word and apply it to their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give you all the praise and all of the glory, all these things we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so and it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We today is blessed to be alive. Somebody didn't wake up this morning, but we're blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be here today, so we ought to give God all the glory for waking us up this morning and roof over our head and clothes on our back and shoes on our feet. We may not have everything we want, but we certainly had everything that we need. Amen. We have breath in our bodies. Amen. To God be on the Lord. The message today is going to come from um, Hebrews, the uh, 11th chapter. And we're going to talk today about faith because faith is what we need to be a part of God's kingdom. Faith is what we need to operate in this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. So we got to operate by faith in the world. Uh, In this world, we have to operate by faith. So the title of our message today will be, By Faith, Prepare and Be Ready. By Faith, Prepare and Be Ready. And we're going to talk about Abraham's faith. Because the Bible talks a lot about Abraham's faith, and we're going to have to have that kind of faith in these last and evil days. We're going to have to have some real faith. we got to have some unmovable, unshakable faith. Amen. I'm going to read the Word of God, and I'm going to start, let's see here, at verse number 8. Amen. Hebrews 11, chapter, and the Word of God reads, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should as a receive for an inheritance obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. By faith he should journey in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in the tabernacle with Isaac and Jacob, the heir with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundation, whom builders and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive a seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, sprung there even a one, and him as good as dead, and so many as the stars in the sky and multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, and were pursued of them and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and prisoners on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly, whom, who for God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he hath prepared for them a city. 
by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Amen. Right there, I'm going to stop reading right there, but I, I do want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. Uh, I call it the chapter of faith. Go and read it and read it several times. Read it at least seven times. Read it until you get in your spirit about faith because we are in the pearly time and you must have faith. You're going to have to walk by faith. You're going to have to live by faith because some of the things that you're going to see, some of the things you're going to hear in this world, you're going to need some faith. Some of the things that's going to come, you're going to need some faith. Amen. So, you know, some of y'all are preaching about faith because you're going to need some faith. On this Christian journey, we're going to have to have some faith in God. We're going to have to have faith. You're not going to ever be able to make it in this world without faith in God. If you are truly who you say you are in God, you're going to have to have faith, amen, to God be the glory. Uh, I'm going to read verse number one, which gives us the definition of what faith is. It said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Then verse number six of the same chapter said, but without faith, it is impossible to plead him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we want to talk about Abraham first. Let's talk about Abraham, because the Bible tells us that Abraham was the father of faith. In other words, Abraham had perfect faith. Abraham lived a life of faith that it manifests the promises of God in his life. He lived an upright life before God. He had faith in God. He believed God, even though he may not have actually understood what God was doing. Abraham was a man that I believe that moved by his faith. In God, he was a man that was willing to do what God was saying. He was willing to do the work. His faith was tested. His faith was tried. And I believe that even his faith was attacked. You know, sometimes, um, you know, when we're walking for Jesus, and you're really walking for Jesus for real, your faith will be like Abraham. It will be tested. It will be tried, and it will be attacked. It will be those things. So we have to be ready and we have to prepare because all those things will happen. As close as you get to the promises of God, your faith will be tested. It will be tried. You'll be put on trial and all of those things. But you've got to stay focused by faith. By faith, you got to prepare for whatever God is telling you that he's trying to do in your life. you got to be preparing for it. It ain't going to make sense. Because we see in the word of God, it says that God has spoken to Abraham and told Abraham to go on a new land. And the Bible says when Abraham was called to go out into the place that he should receive the inheritance, he obeyed God by faith. So he prepared to get his family. He prepared. He got Sarah. He got those that were following him, and and they all um, went into this land. He went out to a land that was unknown unto him. He prepared to go, and he was ready to go when God had told him to go. You know, we have to be prepared. In other words, when I say prepare, prepare simply means I'm making myself ready. I'm got to get ready for the promise. I'm getting ready for this thing that God has promised to me. So that's going to require me to do some stuff that's going to kind of look a little crazy because I got to prepare for somewhere that I really don't know where I'm going. I'm getting ready for this husband and wife that I don't even know. I'm getting ready to open this business that I don't know really that much about business. But if I'm going to prepare, I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to get me a little more knowledge on the issue. I want to get me a little more understanding so I can apply some wisdom to that because God said when we prepare for a thing that he's calling us to do, when, he, when we prepare for it, we got to get some knowledge and understanding of it. 
We got to do some stuff. We got to get ready. If, you know, if you get a word from God and God said, be ready, be prepared, that means God getting ready to do something. The closer, as I said earlier, the closer you get to your promises, God's about to manifest the promises in your life, you're going to get all kinds of things hindering you. So you got to prepare even though you can't see it. Because faith is, if I can say it this way, faith is hoping for things that are unseen. Because the scripture says unto us, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. So I'm hoping for a thing that I cannot see. I'm believing God for the promise because he promised to me, and I got to believe that he's going to do it. So when God comes to me, just as uh, God came to Abraham and said, I want you to go into this new land, this is going to be your promise. I'm going to say promised land. This is going to be your land of inheritance. See, God is trying to get some of us in our promised land, but we're not willing to prepare and get ready. He's telling you to get ready. He's telling you to get yourself ready so when that time comes, I'm, I'm telling you, that God will give you a day and a time when that's going to happen. And you got to be ready. You can't, and my pastor will say, you can't be fixing to get ready. You got to be ready when Jesus, or when God said, go. He told Abraham, go. That means prepare, go. You got to be ready to go. We can't make excuses. We can't be um, wasting our time and energy on stuff that does not matter. When God tells us to move, we got to move. You know, faith works if we work it. But if we don't work it, and if we're not living by faith, then it ain't going to come to pass because we're going to miss it. I don't want you to miss it because I know how important faith is to you and to me. If I don't have no faith, I can't receive it. So I want you to get prepared. I want you to be ready so that you can receive the promises of God. Because God got promises for his children. He's trying to get us there. Now, I want you to know that everybody that's around you can't go with you. There will be some, just like it was with Abraham, Lot didn't go with Abraham when he got ready to go. This was the son that he had raised as his own. Because in the word tells us, you know, Abraham didn't have a son, but Lot was like his son. So when they got ready to go in the new land, Lot didn't want to go in the land. So some people are not going to be able to go. It may be relatives. You know, it may be children, whatever. But you got to get ready. You got to prepare to go to the place that God is calling you to go to because in that land are the blessings of God. In that land is the milk and honey. It's the fruitful of the land. You But you got to get there. And there will be many things that will come to try to keep you from not being prepared. That's why the enemy will attack your faith. He won't to get your faith, if I can get her faith, if I can get the man of God's faith, if I can get him to get his mind off Jesus and not finish, keep his mind on the author and the finisher of his faith, I got him. Because he can't get what he don't believe in. He can't get it if he don't trust in God. He can't get it if he don't have faith in God. If he offers a path forward, he ain't going to get it. He's going to miss it. And then, and then if you miss it, then you want to get mad with God. But God said, I told you prepare. You know, sometimes we lose our faith and, and because of the time. You know, the Bible says that Abraham and Sarah was in very old age when Sarah conceived a son. Conceived that you got to see. And when she had her, her son, she was an older age. Abraham was in the hundreds. But it was year they had this promise that God had promised them. And when the angels, when the God sent forth the messengers to them and said, okay, next year this time, Sarah shall have a son. So we got to be prepared. We got to be ready. We can't sit and get ready. We got to be ready when it comes. Because it's surely to come if you are living right and you're living for God. If you're doing right, faith will come. We have to be very careful. Because when the promise, time for the promise to manifest in your life, whatever the promises are of God, the enemy will always come to attack you. It will always come to attack your faith. Your test, your faith will be tried, and he will put you on trial. They'll put you on trial. They'll put you on trial. So I call them faith blockers. See, faith blockers are people or things that come to distract, 
to steal, kill, and destroy. So if if I'm so caught up in all of the things that are going around me and what people say, you know, and getting hurt and church hurt and all that, what people say, then I miss it. I miss the problem. I won't be ready. You know, you know, sometimes our faith blocker, I would say, will be doubt when it comes because, you know, a lot of times God tells us to do things and prepare for a certain thing and we don't have the money and we don't see how it can be done. That's like a faith blocker because our faith, fear is another faith blocker. It comes to block your your. Your faith, it comes to steal your faith. If I got a fear, it's something, I got to step outside of this box. I never did this before. I don't know how to do this. Fear will steal it every time. We got to get past our fear so that we can be prepared and be ready to receive the promises of God. No matter what we have or what we don't have, believe me that God has already made a way for you to do whatever he's calling you to do. Whatever he has promised to you, believe it. It's already done. You got to walk through it. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. Because the word of God just told us that it's impossible to please God without faith. We're on a Christian journey. And we're living and living for Jesus. So I'm on this Christian journey. I got to have some faith. I got to have some faith on this walk. Because the Bible says the just must live by faith. The Bible says Abraham had faith. He was the father of faith. You know, sometimes we have to give up some stuff. You know, the Bible says that Abraham, God says, told Abraham, okay, I want you to sacrifice your son. I want you to sacrifice your only begotten son. Now, you know that had to be hard for Abraham, his only son of his old age, his only seed, his son. And, you know, most of us, we get tired, and we get tired in the waiting, and so, therefore, we don't prepare. We don't get ready. We don't do any of those things. And we know the Bible tells us how Sarah and Abraham called themselves trying to do what they uh fixing it themselves. We can't fix it ourselves. And then here come Ishmael. You know, and so we have to be very careful about Ishmael because Ishmael will come before Isaac. You know, some of us are looking for husbands. Some of us are looking for wives. We're looking for this and we're looking for the other. But Ishmael will always come a sweet thing. <laughs> will always come. A sick of that always come. And a sad piece will always come. But they Ishmael. They come to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, they ain't none of them. That's why God told Abraham, no, I did not promise you that the seed will come through Ishmael. I said Isaac. And so we have to be prepared and we have to get ready. If I'm prepared for a thing, I'm believing it because I'm working by faith. I'm moving by faith. I can't see it. You know, everything in my house is just tearing down, and I, I, I just got so much going on around, me, and I'm being taxed on every side, and, and, and my finances ain't right, and my children don't want to act right, and my, my bills are due, and I got more bills than I got money, and, and, and the people in my church, they don't want to act right. I got members that are acting foolish, and I, I just don't know what to do. I, I need some help. Your faith is going to help you. Because faith says that I'm going to believe God. Oh, all this stuff is going on around me. But I'm going to believe God because these things come to steal, kill, and destroy. It comes to stop. It comes to stop what God has for you. Doubt, fear, unbelief, people speaking words in your ear, untrue, wrong thinking. All these things come to make you miss the promise. It comes to keep you from keep you from being prepared and ready. You know, like Abraham had to be prepared. God said, go. So that means that Abraham had to pack up everything that he had, and he had to move to a new land that he knew not of. He didn't know where it was going. Sometimes God going to tell you where you're going. <laughs> you know, I, I put on my Facebook page to think about faith and um and it had a man, he was standing in front of a maze. And most of you know what a maze is. It's got all kind of little, little kind of little 
uh, doors and little ways that you can go in and out of uh, of this maze. You can go to the left, you can go to the right, you can go down the center of the maze. But when we're standing there, we got so many things going on, and and and, and with our faith, we got to believe God, even though we don't understand what God is doing. You know, and sometimes you know it's it's kind of hard. You know, our faith gets weak and we get tired and we don't wait it so long on on this promise of God. You know, but we gotta come back to uh, Abraham the father of faith and look how long he he waited, but also look at the other things that happened there too, to realize that God is a God of promise. And when God makes a promise of a covenant with you, he's gonna keep that covenant. He's gonna keep that promise. He is a promise keeper. He's a God that he cannot lie. So I got to believe in what God says in his word because I want to be I want to be ready and I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared, prepared if God tell me to move tomorrow, I can move. If God told me to open my business today, I can open my business today. Don't matter how much money I got. If God tell me <laughs> to go on the car line, and he told the lane, he said, go. He told me through the mouth of the prophet. He said, go. I went into the land. I went into the land. I went in the land, and I didn't question that. I went to where the prophet told me to go. I got what I had, uh, what God had for me. I got the prophet because I was obedient. I was prepared to do what the prophet had said to do, and I was ready. <laughs> Y'all got to be ready. Y'all got to be ready. That's why you got to be ready. You got to be ready, and you got to be prepared for what God is getting ready to do in your life. God is trying to do some new things in our life, but we got to be prepared. We got to be obedient. We got to uh, do what God is telling us to do through our leaders. We can't just do what we want to do. Stop it. This is not Burger King. You're going to have to do right and do what God has told you to do to get prepared. If God told you this is where I want you to go, this is the building I want you to have, then this is the building where this business ought to be. But some of us are too lazy to do what we need to do to be prepared for the things of God. We are too lazy to get up and be ready when he brings forth, try to bring forth a promise that we don't, we wait on God. Well, he wait for you to move by your faith because faith says I got to move. Faith says I got to take action. Faith means I got to get ready. Faith means that I got to get prepared for what God is trying to do in my life. Ain't nobody going to knock on your door with no job. You're going to have to get out, prepare yourself, dress up, and fix yourself for the interview. Go look for your job, do it online, or however they do it now. But to get the promise, you're going to have to do it by faith. Faith is so important for you to your walk. And all y'all that <laughs> looking for your man of God and you're looking for your wife, you got to be prepared. You know, back in the day, <laughs> Back in the day, the the elder women would say, the elders, they would say that a man should never want to get married to a woman you got nowhere to take her. You are the one supposed to have someone to take the woman. When you get ready, you need to have money. You need to have a job, too. Look how broke. <laughs> you got to be ready for that. You got to be prepared so that you got to be prayed up, too, because you wanted the right woman. You don't want any woman. You don't want any skirt because every woman ain't coming. They're coming like an Ishmael. They're coming, but it ain't the promised woman. It ain't the one God has for you. It's not the one that has your real. It's not the one because and we know and we see it all over the world that the women come, them Jezebels and them Delilah, and they destroy ministries. They destroy marriages. They destroy, uh, destroy lives. We got to get it right. We got to be prepared for the things of God. You pray for God for your wife. Now receive the wife that God has given unto you because he knows what you need and she got just what you need. You can't, I'm going to say like Elder said yesterday, you can't be looking at no lipstick. Stop it. That lipstick going to get you in trouble. You want to make sure, you want to be prepared, you want to make sure you got a house, you want to make sure you got a job, you want to make sure she's the woman that God has promised unto you. The same thing with the women. You want to make sure this is the man of God. Don't, don't be fooled by the sweet word. Don't be fooled by the sweet word. 
You got to know for sure. You got to be prepared. You got to be prayed up. You got to pray and know who he is when he comes. You'll, you'll know if you're where you're supposed to be. We got to be careful. But we got to pray and get ready because you don't want this. And they will say, the elder ladies will say back in the day, you don't want to pay just a pair of britches. You can do bad by yourself. So you want to make sure that you're prepared for the right man. You want to make sure that he's the one. You want to make sure. You don't just want anything just to say you got a man and he ain't got no job. He ain't doing nothing for himself. Don't know Jesus. You don't want to be you want you don't want to be married to an unbeliever. You want to be equally yoked. But we have to be prepared. God prepared for all of those things if we would just take the time and get it right and follow his instruction. He's trying to get you ready. He wants you to be ready so when your wife comes, you'll know he's trying to get you ready. When your husband comes, he's trying to get you ready so you can start your business. He's trying to get you ready so you can go to a new level in ministry. He's trying to get you ready. He's trying to get you for the money and the stuff that he's promised unto you, your house, your car, and all those things. You can't just go get something. God ain't promised that to you because if he didn't promise it to you, guess what? It's going to bring the sorrow. If you get the man or woman that's not of God and God didn't send them, then you're going to catch sorrow. Now, you're going to climb some mountains then when you get that. So we got to be prepared for the things of God. How do we prepare? By faith in God. When it looks like all else, else is failed, keep your faith. Because faith is for now. God will give you faith for every day. Give you your faith for every day. And you know, it's gonna like I said earlier, it's gonna look crazy. It's gonna look crazy when God tells you to get ready to go somewhere. You don't know where you're going. You pack it up the stuff. You're getting ready for this wife. You're getting ready for this husband. You're getting ready for this business. You're getting for this new level of ministry. And you don't know. But you got to still have faith. Everything around you is falling down. You've been attacked. You got enemies on every side. Uh, to be real with you, the closer you get to the promises of God, the greater attack is on your faith. The attack is about your faith. The devil don't care nothing about nothing else. Them lying wonders. They don't care nothing about nothing else. They want to steal your faith. If I can get your faith, if I can get you to fear, if I can get you to open that door of fear, if I can get you to open that doubt, door of unbelief and doubt, if I can get you to get a, to be afraid, to come out the box, if I, if, if, I, if I can get you to not believe in what God said, I got you then. Because you ain't got no faith. If I ain't got no faith, I ain't got no hope. I ain't got none of that. Because hope says I got to, I'm hoping for things unseen. So if I ain't got no hope, I certainly ain't got no faith. Because I got to have both. They work together. I got to have both. Because the word of God says, I can't please God without faith. How can I please him if I ain't got no faith in him? If I don't believe that he is, if I don't believe that he can do what he says he can do. Yes, we got to have. On this Christian journey, on this teacher journey, you're going to have to have faith. And when God brings forth a message, that means somebody needs it. Somebody ain't got it. We got to, we got to get faith. We got to get it down in our sphere. We got to walk in confidence. We got to walk in faith. We got to live by faith and not by sight because we live by what we see. We'll lose our faith every day. If we if we look at what we go through in every day, when we're going through troubles and trials and tribulations, when we see this stuff in the world going on, and, you know, we see so much, no wonder our hearts are troubled. But if we have faith in God and trust in him and put our confidence in him and not in man, everything will be all right. We got to be prepared and be ready for the things of God. We in the world, we ain't of it. They ain't got no effect on us. That don't, you know, because we're in this world, but we're not of the world. So when I'm I'm doing right, I'm living right, I'm paying the tithes and offering, I'm doing all these things, and I'm doing right before God. I I, I found favor in God. I'm pleasing in His sight. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Uh, as the elders say, I'm on Highway 66, and I'm all, I'm always on Highway 66. I'm always on that. 
And so while I'm on this road of Highway 66, and that means uh, symbolizes 66 books in the Bible, I'm on the right road. I'm preparing myself for what God has for me, what God has promised to me. Stop telling everybody your promise. Because when you speak, you speak the words, and the enemy pick up the word, and and uh, people hear you talking about what God's going to do for you, they immediately start speaking over it. They start praying against it. They start speaking curses over it, all kind of foolishness. So be careful who you speak to and tell your business to. Everybody is not for you. So stop it. Stop telling everybody your promises and believe God and just let God work uh, on you and through you and so that his promises can manifest in your life. Let them see it when it comes forth. They the one said you wasn't going to have it. So let them see it when it comes forth and let them look crazy. Because they're going to look crazy. You can say, look at me now. <laughs> hey, look at me now. So I, don't tell them your promise. Don't tell them. Don't tell them everything. Stop talking so much. See, we talk to the wrong people. I'll be talking to Jesus. <laughs> help me, baby, Lord. We need some help, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to believe what you say, Lord. Help us to believe in the unseen things. Because our faith is not what in we see at the present moment. So don't worry yourself about stuff that you see in the present moment. Things that people are doing and saying and all kind of foolishness. Don't worry about those things. Put your hope in the things that are unseen. That's why the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope for the unseen things. Be prepared for what God says to do, even though it sounds crazy. Even if you look crazy, just do it. And God going to bring forth the promise in your life. Don't you try to make it work, and my pastor said, if you try to make it work, then you got to keep it working. But if God if God does it, then he's going to make it work. If God gives you a vehicle, then God going to make sure that you, that vehicle is paid for it. Nobody's going to take it away from you. If God gives you your wife, you ain't got to worry about a thing because it's up to God to make it work. If he gives you the man of God, your husband, he's going to wonder that's going to make it work. If he give you a business, he's going to make it work. Because his name got to be glorified. So you're not going to fail. you got to stand in faith and be unmovable in your faith. And people are going to come and they're going to say all kind of foolishness. They're going to say to you, you can't go. You don't have, you can't, uh, you don't have enough money to do that. That ain't none of your wife. That ain't none of your husband. God didn't tell you to do that. God didn't call you. You mean God told, God called you? Did God call you to preach? God don't call women. God didn't, God didn't tell you that. Why are you moving? Where you going? You know you can't afford to get that. You are going to fail. You ain't got enough money. What you trying to do? Hey! <laughs> So we got to be very careful because those faith blockers will come to stop you from being prepared. Then the kind of voices you hear, the the uh, those faith blockers, as I call them, they will come to keep you from being prepared for what God has for you, so that you won't be ready for what God has for you. And, and I, I'm a living witness. Um, uh, October 14th of last year, uh, God had, uh, and I had been working on it for a minute, y'all. I kind of got discouraged in there, uh, working on this, uh, on the ebook, The Hard Reflection, and, and this is my testimony. And that's why I know that when God prepares you for a thing, it's already in you. The thing is in you, but you got to have faith to believe that, that you can do it, that it's in you, that God has already made a way for that. He's preparing you for that. He's trying to get you ready for what you need to do. But getting back to the testimony, I 
I had worked on the book and I uh, with my leader, Possum and Pastor, and you know they they spent bit an hour with me and they they helped me with that and uh, to make sure you know hey this is what God is saying for me to do in this time and this hour and so I remember I was working on it. it was a lot of things that God talked to me about and and how to get this book done and how I was supposed to do this 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 book this ebook. And um, me, I'm a Google person, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get me a little knowledge and I'm going to get a little understanding. I'm going to see what everybody else is doing because ain't nothing new on the sun. Y'all know that, right? So I go out there and see. I say, oh, God, oh, God. I said, too high. I ain't got that kind of money to pay for nobody to publish no book. Where that money coming from? God was still preparing me, and he was getting me ready to do the work. And so I see her because the apostle came, she talked to me, she told me what I needed to do and everything. And then it was right there in my face. So sometimes when we God tells us to do a thing and tells us to prepare and to be ready for, we look at everything else for what he said. We look at uh, what the world says is going to cause, uh, what the world says you got to have. Um but that's not a truth when it comes to the thing of God. And I can remember <laughs> I had finally got the book finished. I finally got the book finished, and all the things that I thought that I needed to do, God had had it already in me, and I could do it myself. And and that I prepared, and I got ready. And when that time came, it was so fun. I just got to tell this. <laughs> Apostle called me on the phone, and, and she called me and she said, Mr. Lane, she said, have you published the book yet? And and I said, no. I said, I had set my own day to do it, y'all. And she said, I'm giving you five days. I said, no. When we got off the phone, I said, no. She gave me five days to get this book published. And so I sat there, you know, and I talked to the Lord. And it was really done, but I, I think that I might have had a little fear there because, like I said earlier, you know, um, when you have faith blockers, fear will come and creep in many different ways. And she was one that came to kind of push me in. So you got to have leaders that will push you and help you, encourage you to get where God is trying to get you, trying to get you in that land. He's trying to get you to do new things. So today, the heart reflection is published for the world to read. It's, it's not my work. It's the work of God. But it's published all over the world. And... um and I thank God for that because he prepared me for it. And as a matter of fact, even before I knew that I was, you know, my gift was writing and being an author and all that, I used to do it years ago, not even thinking it was a gift. So whatever in us, God has already put it in us. It may not be that season of time for it to manifest in our life, but it surely will manifest in our life if we uh, continue to follow God and have faith in God. And I, I just had to share that testimony because it was so funny to me when she said, you got five days. I said, oh, did you hear that you gave a day? <laughs> well, how many you know today? We have a hard reflection day, man. It's on Amazon.com, and I want to encourage you to purchase that. It's only two ninety nine, and um, you're gonna be blessed when you uh, purchase it, this ebook, amen. So it's an electronic book, amen. So you know we're going now to digital things. The world don't stay the same; it's changing. You're gonna see a lot of things in the future is gonna be digital. There ain't probably won't be that many heartback books anymore, but we just thank God for his word that we must have faith enough in God to believe what he said. Whatever he promised to you, just like he promised to Abraham, we got to have that kind of faith. We got to believe it. If he tell us to go, we got to go. Whatever he tell us to do, if he tell us to open that business, I don't know who you are and God and told you to open the business up. Um, do that. Uh, and, and there's many ways that you can do it, and he will tell you how to do it. it you know, it, sometimes God will send us stuff, and put it this way, God will give us stuff and send people to help us, but we don't receive them. He will sometimes put stuff in your hand for you to get the money that you need to open your business, but you didn't do it. You didn't you didn't you didn't see that. I don't know if it because it was a person or however it was, but we got to realize that when God put leaders in our lives and they are the true leaders of God, they are there to help me just like apostle and pastor helped me. Uh 
And you know, with my thing, getting 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 this ebook published, it wouldn't have been published without them. It, it just wouldn't have been because they helped me. They prepared me. They helped me to be ready when that day called. I had to get that book published, and out because it was time. It was an appointed time. It's a due season for all things in life, and nothing in life is the same. Season change. So we got to get ready and be ready for our new season. We got to be prepared. We got to be ready. We can't be fixing to get ready because if we're fixing to get ready, we're going to miss it. And I thank God for my leaders, apostles, and pastors. And I don't mind telling nobody I love them. I love them two people. <laughs> I love them because they have helped me do the things of God. They have helped me get prepared for the things of God and and, and so that the promises of God can be fulfilled in my life. It's, it's, it's by my faith in God. I got faith in my leaders. I got faith in them. I know that they, they love me enough to help me and show me the right way. You got to have leaders like that. You got to have leaders that love you enough. They ain't after your money. You want them to you want to have leaders that's able to push you where you need to go, help you, help you get there. Because you want to be prepared. You know, when Abraham got ready to go in the land, you know, I'm pretty sure every time I'm I'm pretty there was some confusion up in the camp because they probably saying, why we got to upload? Why we got to leave? But Abraham had to go to the land of inheritance. He had to go to the promised land. God is trying to get some of us into the promised land. We're trying to get into our land of milk and honey. Well, we want the new wine. We want the new life. We want everything that God has promised unto us. But how are we going to get there by faith? That's why in the Word of God, everything Jesus did in the earthly ministry, he always asked, do you believe I can do this? Is that according to your faith? By your faith, you are healed. So we got to have faith. Faith is so important, important to you. I, I, I want to encourage you to go back and read this, this chapter until you get it, because you got to get it in your spirit. Faith. Faith is the key to the kingdom. You got to have faith. And there's other things that are key to the kingdom. But that faith, you got to have it. You can't, you can't even walk in this world without faith in God. Because when you say, I'm saved, I'm going to live for Jesus. When you say, I'm called to be a prophet, a pastor, a evangelist, a teacher, a, um, a layman, or whatever you're doing in the church, and you're doing it for real, and God has truly sent you and called you, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. You're going to put, be put on trial. Your faith will be attacked. And that faith is attacked because the enemy does not want you to receive the promise of, of God. So I want to encourage you today to know that God wants you to be prepared. Whatever he's telling you to do. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Be ready. Don't be fishing again. Ready. Be ready. So when he said move, you can move. You know, just like I said earlier in the testimony, that apostle said you got five days. Well, thank God I already had the book finished. I was sitting there just proofreading and doing the different stuff that God had taught me how to do to do my own work. See, God wants us to do some of our own stuff so we can help the others in the body of Christ do some stuff. That we don't have to go into the world to do it. We can get uh, help other believers within the household of faith. But we got to get it right. We got to get it right. We got to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to believe in the things of God. We got to believe in it, even though we can't see it. If God promised it to you, it's going to come to pass if you believe what he said. And as I said earlier, I know. I, I, I truly know that your faith will be taxed, tax, tax. When I say tax, I mean really a tax. Uh, the devil's going to tax your faith. And so I want to encourage you this day to be prepared. Get ready. Make ready, you know, for by your faith. Prepare for it. Be ready. Get ready for it. Declare it, see it, and and move on it. Cause your faith is what's gonna work for you. If it if it don't work for you, it's because you don't believe. So I want to encourage you today to prepare. 
which simply means to make ready for a purpose, occasion, or event of God, whatever God has promised unto you. Be willing to do something. Be willing to move to get it done. Take action. Faith is an action word. Preparation. Make preparation for the thing. Get ready for it so that you will be ready when it comes. So you got to get ready in advance. You got to get ready. And that's what prepare means. I got to prepare for the promises of God. As if it's already done happened, that I have already received it. I got to get ready in advance. I got to do what I got to do. I got to get ready. I want to receive the promise of, of God. I can't let nothing hinder it. I can't let no hindering thing come and things stop me from moving to wherever God's calling me to go. Whatever he's trying to do in my life, whatever new season is coming, I want to be ready. We got to be ready. We got to have that faith as Abraham had. He had perfect faith. Um, you know, the Bible tells a perfect faith cast out fear. So we want to have perfect faith so that it cast out all fears. So we want to get it right. We want to prepare. That means we got to do something and get ready for something by our faith in God. That's why Jesus said, have faith in God. So we want to have Faith in God. We want to yet hold on to the promise. Even if we can't see it, we got to believe that it's coming. In its due season, it shall come. If we continue in faith, don't lose your faith, keep it moving. Don't lose your faith. Don't give up. Don't give up in the fight. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to your faith and be ready. Be ready so you won't miss what God has for you, that you won't miss the promises of God. You know, and I want to say one other thing, and then we're going uh, to do the invitation to Christ. But I also, you know, Abraham had to sacrifice his son, and God had asked him to do it, but, you know, God had a ram in the bush. Well, God got a ram in the bush for him. He got a ram in the bush. God promised Abraham he would be the father of many nations, as many as the stars. It was a promise, and it came through Isaac. So we got to know that God will provide. He is a promise keeper. And sometimes we have to sacrifice some of the stuff that we think we want to do, that God ain't telling us to do, so that we can be ready for the promise. Because, hey, you want to pass the test. You want to pass it. So I want to encourage you today. Prepare and be ready. Get ready, get ready to receive the promises of God. Get ready, get ready to receive the promises of God. To God be all of the glory. Amen. We just thank God for his word. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. And I'm preparing to receive the promises of God. Amen. To God be the glory. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is hoping for the unseen things. So we got to walk by faith and live by faith, you can't live by sight. Amen. To God be all of the glory. If you don't know Christ, I want to give the uh, invitation to Christ at this time. Amen. If you don't know him, if you will say this prayer, Lord, I'm a sinner and need you a Savior. Lord, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again just for me. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the blood that you shed. I believe that you died just that I might have life, eternal life, through your shed of blood. If you said that prayer, and you honestly repent of your sin, just inbox me there on Facebook, or you can inbox anybody on the Wild Team, amen, and we will get with you and uh, help you. So we want you to get it. I want you to get it, because God wants us to have the abundant life. He wants us to live a life abundant. And he, he has uh, sent Jesus who died for us that we might have life. That's why the Bible said that God so loved the world. 
that he sent his son. So he sent your son, his son, not just for Elaine, but he sent his son for you and for the world that all might can uh, experience his love and live a victorious life through Christ Jesus. So if you gave your life to Christ, we want to thank God for so saved. Amen. So we want to help you to get there. Um, and so, so that you can walk by faith and live by faith in the Lord. Amen. If you are a church goer, I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ. Amen. Everybody know whether they're a church goer. Everybody know whether they're truly saved or not. Amen. You know it and all those around you know it. So you ain't hiding it from them and you ain't hiding it from God. So I want to encourage you today. Don't just think because your name on the church roll that that's going to save you. Don't think because you're paying tithes and offering that's going to say The Bible says you must be born again. So if you're not born again and you don't know Jesus, mm, we know what your destination is going to be. So we're going to get it right. So I want to encourage you, if you are not saying your your name on the road, you're just a church girl, amen, the time is time now to get it right. If you just ask the Lord to say this to the Lord, save me. And repent of your sin with a godly sorrow. If you have done that, just inbox me there on Facebook. If you are a backslider, I want to encourage you to give your life to Christ. Amen. I want to ask you to come back. I want to ask you to rededicate your life to Christ. Uh, I don't know how you got outside the sheepfold, but God is a forgiving God. He's a merciful God. He's a God full of grace. Uh, and love and mercy. So we want to encourage you to come back and give your life to rededicate your life back to Christ today. He's ever married to the backslider. Amen. You need to come back to your father while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. And that is you. If you just said this prayer, Lord, help me. I can't do this on my own. I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. I rededicate my life back um, to you. I turn from sin. Amen. I believe in your grace and your mercy. Forgive me from turning away from the living God. Lord, we thank you right now for the souls that are saved. Lord, we give you all the honor and the glory for each and every soul, God. We pray, Father God, that you would direct their path, oh God. Help them to live a life of righteousness before you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you to cover each and every one under the blood of Jesus, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to draw near unto you, O God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to help them to establish that relationship with you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We just thank God. We want to encourage you to to follow these ministries. Uh, without walls, worldwide ministry or Bible believing ministries without walls. And we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to these ministries. You can inbox me, uh, me uh, at Elaine uh, Jackson on Facebook or Voice of Truth there on Facebook as well. Amen. So we give God all of the glory and all of the honor um, for the souls that are saved here today. Amen. To God be the glory. If you do that, you just inbox us. We'll get back with you and set up sessions and different things like that with you. Amen. Because we want, we want you to get it. Amen. We want you to get it. Jesus came that you might have life. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the general announcement. Amen. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today. Um, we are the hour of power. Amen. Prophet this month, Pathetic Corner is the first half of the hour of power from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are here on Block, Block Talk Radio Live. Um, prophet this month, a powerful woman of God, a prophet, a true prophet of God. So I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry and stay connected to her ministry. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to encourage you, if her ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow into her ministry. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power from 6.30 to 7.30 on Tuesday night. We have one word from the Lord with my pastor, uh, Joseph, and uh, Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rowell at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to them as well. On Saturday, we have Elder Evangelist Bursa Askews at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Eastern Standard Time, Faith Calm by Hearing Ministry. So we want to encourage you to get connected. And we also want to encourage you to be a wild partner for $25 or more. If you want to do that, just inbox any one of these ministries. Amen. We got to get out of here. We're getting countdown, so we got to get out of here to God be all of the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Um, now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. God loves you. We love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Meet you here next week at the same time. Here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed. We love you.